Golfing Podcast with Andy Cezanne. How's it going, everyone? I'm Anthony Zampano. A few days back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Um, 80 degree weather, almost no wind. I mean, I've, I, I don't think I've experienced that in a February. In Vegas? In Vegas, ever. And I think I've been there probably six or seven times. In, in this time of year? Yeah, normally for the Super Bowl or uh, when I used to go with like my uncle for some of his business trips, they'd always be around this time because you have like the builder show yeah. or you have the trade shows and other things going on. So, I mean, dry as a bone. I was talking to George about it and they were looking on their phones, 15% humidity out there. And for anybody that knows me, um, when you have olive skin <laughs> and, you, and you, you basically tan, even if it's like 40 degrees outside and sunny... The fact that my skin was turning white, it, it looked like I was like, I had scales. <laughs> it was, it was brutal. There wasn't an amount of lotion that I yeah. could put on. Uh, yeah, I definitely got sunburn on my face. My lips were all trapped. I tried to- Trapped? Tra- Chapped. I, I tried to get into a, uh, a breakfast burrito the second day. My lips just cracked all the way across. I went straight to the pro shop and said, I need whatever- lip stuff you guys have and he's like it's three dollars like i would pay you twenty dollars right now if you just give me whatever you have back there it was- that's so funny it, like you keep putting it on yeah and and then because it's so dry unfortunately you're like licking your lips and you're like you're looking for more moisture all the time yeah it was it was it was crazy but had a great time 2600 photos <laughs> you, you can't you compiled over four days three days yeah. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four days, yeah. I didn't really add. Well, you didn't take them on your camera on Monday, did you? No, I just took them on my phone. On your phone. On Cisca- uh, at uh, Cascada. Um, I haven't even added those to the list yet, though, but th- there weren't as many that day. There was more video that day. It's okay. You'll have two weeks before Rob hears this, so he's not going to push you to load the phone ones up too fast. That's good to know. So um, we, we kind of talked about it when we did our uh, Instagram live. Um, your impressions overall, best thing that came out of Vegas for you? Um, I said on the Instagram live, first off, the, the pictures turned out great. I'm still editing them up. But the Super Bowl party at the end was was my favorite part because we get to sit down, kind of have a one-on-one with a lot of the, the people that came, get to know them a little bit better, sit down, have a party with them. So that was that was the best part for me. How about you? You know, for me, we we went there last year and I thought Paiute was in probably the best condition I think I had seen it. Last year was, I think, my third time going there. Not that it wasn't ever in bad condition. It was just I never got to see it all as a whole. So it was always kind of like one thing or another. But I've said it a couple times now recently to have three golf courses that are speed condition that are the same to where you're playing a tournament there to where from one course to the other, there might be differences, but speed wise, everything is consistent. You can really get dialed in as a player to know that, Hey, one green, you know, this course's greens are slower than the other ones and stuff like that. I think that's a testament to them, you know, Jeff Cordino over there and, and everybody, their ability to keep that golf course in the condition that it is all the time has been simply amazing working with them over the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a lot of greens that they got to take care of and to keep them all similar. I mean, yeah, 54 at, of them to be exact. At, yeah, everyone's <laughs> thank you for the math. You're welcome. That's what I'm yeah, here for. Okay, Part of being construction. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the, Everyone was saying they were they were kind of quick, but at least all of them were quick. It wasn't. I didn't hear a single person say, "Oh, you know, this course was slow." That course. Everyone said, you know, they were they were consistently 
quick all the way around. Mm-hmm. Kind of springboardy. You got to kind of aim for the front of the green, let it bounce back out. Yep. Check was a little bit tough, but at least it was consistent for every single hole, it sounded like. I completely agree. And I think that goes along the lines of what I was saying. You know, once you are at a place and uh, if you're having a competition and guys can understand what they're up against and what they're going to be going for. Now, this is the beauty of this podcast is that we're able to bring somebody in that has that was on this trip that has been on other trips and he will be able to go and we'll talk a little bit more about Vegas here. We're going to bring in a fine gentleman and a scholar from Fort Worth, Texas, Mr. Burke Davis. Gentlemen, thank you. How are you? We are. We're fantastic. Now, listen, Andy should really lead you in, right? Because <laughs> you two have this relationship that I, you know what? I'm just a part of it and I love it. You two. Are, have turned into, I, I, if I'm saying this correctly, you started talking, you turned into friends. Now you guys are turning into great friends. It seems yeah. like every time I see you guys, Burke's leaning down to take a photo with you. <laughs> I'm telling him to stand up straight, you know? So tell, tell me, I want to start with how did you, how did this start? How did Andy and Burke start? Yeah. Burke, do you want me to do it or you, you want to take that one? Uh, so go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, last year we did the whistling straights, um, American club tournament, and I was looking for a partner. I've never played those courses and I wanted to get out there and play them. Um, I was having a little trouble finding a partner. I I had a couple and they kept bouncing out on me. So I put an ISO out on the, um, one of the swag sites. I don't remember, I don't remember which one of the, because the unofficial I don't think was, um, started back then. It might've been the official or just the, the buy, sell trade one. Um, but I put an ISO out, Hey, you know, we're going here. Uh, is anyone interested in, in coming? I had a few people reach out to me and Burke, Burke was one of them. And I jumped on it as soon as I could. Um, the rest is history. Then we partnered up, yeah. you know, I'd might have had, as we've talked about on this show before, might have had a couple too many to drink on on the last uh, eighteen for us. So, Burke, for you, for you, what was it? Was it just um, obviously you guys started talking? You came to the American Club, you came up to Kohler and everything. But I mean, even even more so, I know you guys keep in touch with one another a lot, and you guys you know talk a lot about different things and it's stuff and stuff. So, where where was it for you? Was it just like giving it a shot? Is that is that what you wanted to do? Yeah. Yeah. When I saw uh, this post come up, um, obviously it was for whistling straights and that was a bucket list for me. And uh, one thing Andy didn't mention, the cool thing was, is I used to play uh, a tournament up there. I played it three years in a row with a buddy of mine that belonged to a club up there called Itasca, which I'm sure you're aware of. Mm -hmm. And it's their big tournament called the Pow Wow up there. And uh, so I was talking with Andy and I just, I was discussing it with him and it was literally the day Mm -hmm. that he went to meet with the pro to sign up for membership is the day I talked to him about Itasca. So it was just, it was crazy. So he picked my brain about the course, asked me a little bit if he thought it was a a, a good enough track to actually join. Um, I told him I absolutely loved it up there. I thought the, the, uh, the course was great. And so, you know, right away we had that in common and then it just snowballed from there. And then, uh, yeah, when he said, Hey, you're in, I mean, I couldn't have been happier, flew up there, uh, met him on the course and yeah, the rest is history. It was, uh, which I'm sure we'll get a little more into, but it was what an amazing few days. Yeah. To me, it was kind of a sign that he, he'd played Itasca and I, I, I just met with the pro, like you said that day. And as soon as he was like, Oh, you know, I'm, he, he's, he's, he asked where, where I was from. I said, Illinois He's like, Oh, I used to play at Itasca there. And I was like, that's insane. <laughs> like I, I just, a small world. I just left like yeah. an hour ago talking to the pro. Just now. Phil, yep. Yeah, because I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm and I'm, I'm pretty certain this happened. The, that same night, 
we did, we did a recording for the podcast and we were talking a little bit about it and, you know, kind of said, congratulations on the podcast for joining the club. And then he was telling me that he had talked to you Mm -hmm. and to talk about how small the golf world can feel sometimes. The fact that there's a person that we haven't met yet was a member or new people at the place that you're going to that day. Yeah. And, and then you guys are getting to play together and Kohler was like, okay, how many, how many more stars could align here yeah. to be yeah. able to be able to make it happen? Yep. Very true. Yeah. So we've got that. We know that we're going to get more into that, but I wanted to yep. know from you, what got you started in golf, you know, uh, or who started you in golf? And what are some of your favorite things about the game? I know I've picked your brain a little bit and you're kind of a historian, strategic guy like myself, yeah. but I want to hear it from you. Like uh, where you started, favorite things, things you look forward to most when you're getting ready to play. Yeah. So for me, uh, my dad cut off a real set of clubs. Um, don't know what model they were or anything, but when I was about two and a half, so the grip literally came down to the head. Um, which was cool. Uh, he did woods and irons for me. Um, and obviously I don't remember any of that. The first thing I remember is when I was probably about five or six playing in, uh, a junior golf, um, where I was originally from, uh, they had a good program and I used to do the junior golf around my state, um, until I was, geez, uh, till high school. And then, um, but it was my dad. My dad got me into the game. Uh, lucky for me, he played with a lot of a lot of pros, uh, a lot of local pros that were pros at golf courses. Um, growing up, I get, got to meet a lot of PGA players back in the day. Uh, he worked at a company where we played in a lot of pro-ams. I actually got to play with Curtis Strange in a pro-am two years in a row, the actual 88-89 when he won back-to-back U.S. Opens. Um, and I got to play with a lot of great people. And uh you know, was surrounded by golf my whole life. You know, the game for me growing up, if you start early enough, and I've noticed that I wasn't able to play with my girls very much, uh, just because, um, you know, I got divorced when they were pretty young, but, um, I, I, I experienced how the game can change your life as a kid. And it learns, it teaches you great life lessons, the etiquette in golf. Um, it just, it goes a long way in learning how to be just a good human. And so I think for me, you know, uh, it, it just teaches a lot of responsibility, um, camaraderie. Uh, the one thing I love about golf more than anything is you can meet. It changes all the time. It's the one sport where the venue changes all the time. Mm-hmm. And any other sport out there, you know, uh, f- you know, football, baseball, basketball, they play on the same dimensions every day whenever they play. And in golf, you can go and it changes. And I love that. That's probably my biggest thing with golf. I get on a golf course and I just fall in love every time. Was it, was it always that way for you? Because I, I know I've mentioned on this podcast a few times that when I first started playing golf, I was much, I was much older cause I, I played football and, um, when I got done playing football and obviously trying to find something else, being as competitive as I was, I took it way too serious. Now there's different, you know, different strokes for different folks. I was just this, I was an ass for all the people out there. I was, you know, I only want, I only wanted to play in individual events and I wanted to win and all that stuff. So was it always like that for you? Like, did you evolve into like having more of an understanding and appreciating it more? Or was it something that just kind of came through the fact that your dad was around all these like great people and, and golf always was great for you? Yeah. So golf was always great for me. Okay. Uh, 
But the, the, the other side of that is it's taken me a long time to appreciate the venues and, and the game itself. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you, when I was younger, I was very competitive, played, you know, high school, college, you know, and, and beyond that. But um, uh, as I get older and get more seasoned, obviously, I, I've, I've learned to appreciate the game a lot more, become more of a historian on the game. Um, when I was younger, yeah, it didn't. You know, I I was fortunate enough that my dad, you know, we joined a country club when I was around 12, about 12 to 16. And um, that's when I really started to really appreciate, uh, I think, the, the, the courses more because I got to really enjoy how beautiful that actual golf course was. And then as I get older, yeah, it's just turned more into less competitive. You know, I used to hit thousands and thousands of balls on the range, and I don't enjoy that anymore. You know, I'd rather just go out and play. Not that I work on my game really at all anymore. I just, I like to go out and... It's just a natural plus two, plus yeah, three, he, plus four. He's just a normal stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to practice. Yeah, you sound, yeah it just, sounds like me. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like it me. It sounds exactly like you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It just, yeah. I, I had to, no, no, I had to let that in. I just, I got to a point in my life where, you know, I just, I, I enjoy it now. And, uh, and this with Am Golf and with, you know, swag, and it's just a great bunch of guys on both sides that, you know, it's everything I've been looking for the past few years. Just, I wanted to, to get into something that I could, you know, meet great people, play great golf, not really care about how I play. I just, I just want to get out to these venues that I've dreamt about. And this is a great platform for that. Yeah. And I think we we're very fortunate that to be able to give somebody like you that has had so many experiences in golf already to, for us to give you the opportunity to do new experiences. Right. I mean, I think for us, we don't meet too many people. I mean, we meet, we meet people that have gone all over the world and played and we still love the stories that we hear from these people when they come to one of our events about the experience. And I think that word is starting to get used more and more and more is that this experience was fantastic because it is, it's, it's for the guys that want to be competitive. There's a little bit of that for the guys that want to have all the fun in the world and, and, and want to sort of have a weekend away. There's that. So, uh, for us, for you to say that about us, we, I mean, totally appreciate that. Yeah. It means the world. I appreciate it. Yeah. The balance for me is I like both, right. I'm competitive. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I try to look at the scores as we're playing, want to see kind of where we're at. If there's a chance for us to pull it out or get close, then I'm going to hunker down kind of like this, this last tournament in Vegas, we were kind of out of it. And then, you know, we were drinking doubles, three or four, you know, doubles (laughs) out there. And, and I don't know anything about that. Hey, hey, we're, we're actually pretty close in this one in Vegas. Let's maybe not drink and see what we can do. And, and you know, the last nine holes, we had an eagle and five birdies. So, uh, wow. you know, we pulled it out. You, tur- you turned out two skins in that too, right? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, what was that, like 1300 bucks? Uh, so it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was Holy uh, cow. or something for the two skins. Rich won a skin. On his own, he, Rich was great. Well, I'll tell you, none of us, I don't think anyone likes to start on a par three in a scramble, uh, especially a long one. And both days out there, we start on a, a 10, I think is one of them that we started on, which was like, a, uh, I don't know, 203 into the wind. And then the next day on, on Wolf, we started on a par three, which was again about 180 or 190 into the wind. Mm-hmm. And Rich gets up there, his very first swing on both of those, both of those, knocks it <laughs> three feet on the first one and 18 inches on the second. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and someone someone topped him on the uh, second day, but the first day, his very first swing of the day, he wins a skin for like uh, 333 bucks or something. Wow. And then, yeah, and then we ended up pulling in a second, which was great. You know, it was, uh, you know, that's the competitive side of me. I think, you know, I like to turn it on when I can and hopefully things, you know, 
fire properly. But, um, you know, this this uh, this trip was great that way. Um, the whistling one and the Hazeltine, we were out there again, more bucket list and just enjoying mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to what's ahead. Okay, Andy's looking at me. I yeah. thought you had something to say there, no, bud. I thought you had something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, so what? <laughs> I, I I got caught up. No, no, I thought I saw you lean into the microphone. Look at me. I'm just chopping up time like we planned it. Um, <laughs> you know, I got I got to play I got to play with Rich over at. Um, Wolf Creek. Wolf, uh, Wolf Creek. Creek. And uh, apologies. I was like trying to breathe. Andy's got me working on my breathing too. So I, I don't know if I'm supposed to go for oxygen or not go for no, oxygen. No, just straight 30 to 40 minutes oh, of no air. You know what? Like Burke with you um, at Whistling Straits, just a guy from Boston that wanted to be a part of something comes out, gets one of the best people that you could possibly get to be his partner. Thank you. And, and everything across the board from playing with him on Friday to his experience to try, I think he was even trying to like switch days so he could play on Monday and Tuesday. Like he was doing so many things to see somebody like that. Just take a chance, you know, a solo guy, take a chance, come out there. Now he's got 87 new friends, people that he can talk to. That is what is best about what we do at am golf trips and and from you i know some of the stories like you just told a story obviously you partnering up with andy and andy basically apologizing you for the last year about me getting them hammered um what are some of you what are some of your favorite stories from uh from the events that you've been at so far wow so my first one was whistling and um everything about that trip was was absolutely amazing. Even the day where we couldn't see the white tees in front of us was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Um, Only happens three times a year at Kohler. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the fact that, you know, uh, I got to know Rob and Matt and, and y'all well enough to, you know, I did put it out there that, hey, if there's a chance, and, and I think it was maybe Doug that, that uh, bowed out for the second day at Whistling, and Rob was like, hey, if you can change your, your flights, yeah, we'd love for you to play. So, it was Z. It was, actually, it was actually me. Z had to get out. He oh, had to get you. back to work. Yeah, I had to go back, I had to, go back to work, yeah. and okay. D- Doug was originally playing, yeah. and yeah. then he stayed, and then, and then yeah, but yeah, it was, it was me. I missed the hole-in-one, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That was, and that was unbelievable. Um, I don't know that I could put one thing on, on that particular trip It all just, uh, you know, from, from beginning to end, the, the rounds, the fog, the beautiful day on the, the, the next day, unfortunately we missed the, the actual seeing of the hole in one, but, uh, uh, we didn't even hear it. We got, I think we got so many drinks in us at the turn that we kind of felt <laughs> and, uh, didn't even know about it until later on. But, um, but yeah, the round with you out there where Andy kind of, you know, a little tipsy out there. I still, you know, the funniest thing ever is hole number nine. That will just go down in infamy as probably <laughs> one of the funniest holes I've ever played and best holes. You know, he's sitting in the middle of the fairway, completely foggy, you know, and the, the caddy says, just go at the pin. And Andy looks and it takes him a second. It's in that video. And he's like, but what pin? <laughs> And then he ends up about 100 yards left on top of the hill with the with the billy goats. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That was a good you one. Can't see anything up there, and uh, you know that that whole trip was was amazing. And then you know then my next one would have been Hazeltine, and again another bucket list course, um, very old school course. Amazing to get out there and play it. Met a lot of new guys out there. Um, my partner Pablo had a chance to come out for the first time and experience it. And then. Uh, you know, this one here in Vegas, um, you know, I love how they do it, how they separate, you know, the destinations from the, the, the four balls and, you know, you can get a little more competitive in some of them. Uh, and the fact that you guys just work so hard and organizing these tournaments and getting to these places that for me, I, I can't, I mean, all of them are, you know, I wish I had 
you know, unlimited time and money just to go out to all these, but you know, you just, you just play what you can. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I I think that's sort of the idea behind it is, you know, for, for us, it's, we, we want people to just get there, right. We don't want them to worry about anything else. You know, uh, the a la carte system is, Hey, if you want to come out a day early, you want to stay a day later, you want to do all this stuff. So for us, it's as much fun planning and putting forth the effort so that when we get there, it's, it basically is just here it is like, right. There's, there's, there's really not much. I mean, Rob sends a text message every three hours. There's an email every two days. So if, if you're not prepared for what, (laughs) for for coming coming out, for what's coming, you got some serious, like you've either neglected the last six months of your life or you forgot your email address. (laughs) Yes, you have. Or your, your phone number. Yeah. Yeah. So what, which one, which one is catching your eye next? Uh, Oh my gosh. You know, you have to know. Pebble. I know. I know. I want to hear it. I, I, I know which one it is. Uh, the hay. Yeah. So, so. Are, you, is are you like Z? Are you bringing your, your standards down so that way when you get there that it's just popped up or you're going just straight up? It's going to be Pebble Beach. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Uh, my, my, my expectations have been so high for so long that it's, you know, I'm not going to be let down at all. I just, um, I am... Every day I think about it. Every day I'm just like, <laughs> I can't wait. You know, I'm talking to my buddy Pablo about it every day. He's getting pumped. You know, there's just, we're going to stand on that first tee and uh, the butterflies, all that stuff. You know, Spyglass, again, one of those that, you know, I've, I've played golf my whole life, uh, 49 years now. So never been out there, never experienced it, always wanted to. You know, my dad, you know, I did have one amazing experience, a lot of amazing experiences growing up, but my dad took me to St. Andrews for my high school graduation. So wow. that trip was, I'll never forget it. Um, back in the day where we didn't have tea times, we had a and b up the road from the martyr statue, got in at midnight, walked down to the starter at 6 a.m., asked him if we could get on. It was uh, 30 pounds back then, $16. <laughs> We handed them money. He grabs us a ticket, rips it, and says, you're on the first tee. And we did that for a solid nine days. Oh, wow. Tee time, nothing back then. This is back, you know, back in the day. But, um, yeah, th- this is going to be like that to me. Like, it's just one of those where uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a dream of mine. And to experience it with guys like you and, and with my buddy. And uh, I just, I can't wait. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, it's like a kid for Christmas. It's, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get there. You know, personally, I mean, I don't know what everyone's so excited about. I heard it's a goat track. So <laughs> over overrated, huh? Listen, okay. If <laughs> we're five weeks away, if I start now, I'm going to get nothing accomplished at my regular job. And right. I'm, I'm probably going to fly out there and spend every single penny I have in the bank right now, just, just to wait yeah. for everybody to get there. So no, I mean, it's, um, it's going to be awesome. And you, and you nailed it right on that. There's so many great people that we're going to get to enjoy it with, right? Um, the hay is, it's the short course out there. And, and actually what I like that we're doing is we're splitting it. So like, there's going to be a group that plays it one day and then there's going to be a group that plays it the next day. But the cool part about it is that it's so centrally located that the people that aren't playing it are going to be there probably to watch those people. And then, and then vice versa, right? So another opportunity where you have 60 plus people around each other all the time, you're meeting new people, you're seeing possibly the same people you've seen, and you're just continuing to build relationships, which I think is fantastic. 
Yeah. And we, we have a lot of families coming too. So it's nice, you know, you can, you, we, we can meet the families of, of people we don't know, get to know them a little bit more and go from there. I mean, that's how yeah. I feel with everyone that's coming to these, like we're starting to see repeat faces and everyone's becoming my family just mm-hmm. as I'm extending my family to them. Yeah. Just don't throw the new family under the bus. Okay. I, I'm not, not just the new family, not just, the new family. I'm not the old family. You throw them under the bus. Under the bus. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, no more. So I wanted to talk a little bit. We obviously talked about, we've talked a little bit about the trips and I know that, you know, for the better part of last year, uh, all over Facebook and Instagram, we basically were told that we had to come to Texas, right? We, we had to get some series events in Texas, some qualifiers for the national championship. Um, Obviously, Texas Star kicks off the season, and I know that all of us here, we're excited because it's an unknown for us, but one of the courses that you've played over the years is Wolf Dancer, and I was hoping that you could tell us a little bit about your experience there and also of how receptive the people down in Texas are that we're going to be coming down there not once but twice for 2022. Yeah, so, you know... uh Texas star leading us off uh, wolf dancer. Like you mentioned, I've, I've played it, uh, maybe three or four times, uh, is one of those that I think when Rob was originally kind of asking for ideas on courses to visit, um, I think that's definitely one that I did simply because it's a, it is a destination. It's about maybe 20, 25 minutes outside of Austin. Uh, it's up in the mountains. It's at a, a Hyatt resort where, you know, um, if, if, if people want to come and bring their family, it's a great resort for that. There's a lazy river, there's slides, there's horseback riding, there's, uh, archery. I mean, you name it, they, they do it there. It's it, then they do it right. Uh, the course is literally across the street from it. Um, beautiful course. Every time I played it, it's been in great shape. Greens are receptive. Uh, fairways are are wide enough that, um, I think that it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's a challenge for sure. There's, there's definitely some elevated tee boxes, which I love nothing like Wolf Creek or some of the courses that we've played. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those were amazingly uh, high, but you know, it, it does give you, you are in the mountains of Texas. Uh, that's about when it's going to be beautiful weather. It's a great time of year. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that course probably more than, more than anything as far as the, the, I haven't played Texas star, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Sid Stanfield's going to be my partner there. We're getting excited for it. He's, you know, texting me, I'm texting him. We're, you know, pumping ourselves up for that one. Um, but yeah, if anyone is really thinking about doing these, you really should. Uh, they're amazing. Grab a partner, or even if you're a single, have Rob or someone there hook you up and uh, definitely get involved with this. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, even last year, like when we were putting together the schedule. Obviously, when you're starting, when you're starting like a new format and it's a season long format, us being in the Midwest, it obviously is easier. You just say, "Hey, we're going to build a schedule around the Midwest." Mm-hmm. But how receptive? I mean, I don't even want to try to name names, but uh, Sid and uh, JD and Kessler and uh, uh, Nicholas and and, your, and yourself. Yeah, all these guys. That, and it's just striking up conversations like, are you coming down to Texas? And it's like, we, we're trying. And, and this was yeah. 2021 leading into 2022. And I, and I think it showed right away when we launched the schedule where you know, guys are putting up posts and stuff like that. And you could see the guys getting together and wanting to participate a little bit more. And realistically, all it takes, and, and basically what I tell people a lot of the times is uh, with the expectations of it, just, just come up, just give us a chance one time. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. if you one see, 
<laughs> yeah, if if you see it and then you see what goes into it, and even for like the national championship, like there's some people that played in three or four events last year that maybe didn't finish first, second, or third, and it just so happened that we ended up having spots for the national championship, and they come down there, and then you, you they see the whole thing, right? right? I mean, at Big Cedar, the display from the par three contest to the putting contest to the courses to everything and in between is yep. it's really it doesn't matter if it's a one day tournament two day tournament four day tournament you are going to get the best experience from us at, that we can possibly give you we try to think of it all and, and the things that we don't we reach out to guys like Burke and and other people in the community and we and we ask for their honest opinion as to what we could do yeah yeah. And it's been wonderful. It's been great. Uh, like I said, I, from day one, I was, I was completely accepted in, um, you know, and I try to put myself out there to meet as many people as I can. Uh, the great thing is if you're involved with swag as well as, you know, mm-hmm. geez, I've been going on almost two and a half, three years. And I finally are meeting some of these guys that I've dealt with that, you know, we've, we've talked covers for hours. We've, we've bought, we've shared, we've sold, we've, you know, and it's finally, you know, great to put these faces with these names and you meet these great people and, yeah, I, I just I want to do everything I can to do my part to make sure that, you know, uh, that these people down here in Texas kind of get into it and understand what they're missing by not. You know, I I, I can't wait. So the weather, I've never been to Texas in my life. What kind of weather do we expect in April out that way? Yeah. So, you know, hopefully uh, we should be it's in Austin. So you won't get the humidity of uh, of Houston. Um, we don't get it like, you know, up here in Fort Worth where I'm at, like they do down there. But it is, you know, it's obviously not 12 percent like, you know, Vegas, which, by the way, my lips were cracking, too. I, uh, I bought the three dollar chapstick as well. Yeah, um, it was so bad. I had no choice but to do that. Uh, but you're probably looking uh, definitely in the low 80s. It's going to be perfect. Um, we are in a valley in the mountains for a wolf dancer. So, you know, it's uh, it's probably not going to be very windy up there. Uh, with Dallas, you never know. Um, you know, it could be, you know, it's not ever going to be you know, like super windy typically. But but again, both of those are probably going to be in the high 70s to low 80s. Uh, it's going to be perfect time of year to play golf. April in Texas is amazing. And it's funny because my wife this morning, no joke, we're laying in bed. She's like, I, tell us more. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> all right, I, I found out where we're going to go this year on our family vacation. Last year we went to Alabama and we did Disney, but she's like, this year I know where I want to go. I was like, where do you want to go? She's like, I want to go to Austin. I was like, how did you come up with Austin? She's like, you know, I just picked spots. So she wants to go to Austin. I'm like, well, I got a time of year we can go for you in April. I was like, it kind of works out for, <laughs> for everyone here. So there you go. We might look into that. You got to go down the the freeway a little bit to New Braunfels and go to the number one water park in the world at uh, Schlitterbahn. Yeah, I mean, you sold me. Be perfect for the kids. Yeah, sounds great. (laughs) So now I just got to work on the time of year for her. So April will work. You know, I want to circle real quick. I want to circle back to something. You know, a lot of this that we've been talking about has been we've all been brought together in regards to the people that we're meeting now at some of these events through the through the swag golf community. And I know that's how you two met. Since Hazeltine and also this past weekend in Vegas, uh, there's too many to name and, and just all, I'm not going to even try to name all the people, but to see the community start to come to events and be a part of it and sort of branch out and, and, you know, from finally meeting Jake Strickland, I think I've been talking to Jake Strickland for two years, two and a half years, uh, you know to finally get to meet him and then him bringing some of his friends. And one of them ends up being a assistant pro or an assistant general manager at the big sky place uh, resort. 
Um, but just all this, you know, for you as well, somebody out there, uh, your impressions on the swag golf community and how it's been coming since, you know, we've kind of, we've kind of been this platform that's kind of yielded this to where guys can start coming together and, and start doing stuff away from the keyboard. Yeah. So really, I mean, in this past year, it's been unbelievable. It's gone from a community of buying and selling to literally people wanting to meet each other and go out to venues and play golf with each other, which has been amazing. Uh, uh, you know, I guess it's how you look at it. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I, I wasn't able to go to the one in Houston because we were doing this in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. So they kind of scheduled it at the same weekend. Um, but they had a great turnout. Uh, Kessler took them all to his club. Uh, Taylor Dio was uh, awesome at organizing everything for them. Another great swag guy. Uh, he's the GM out there. You know, JD's down there, obviously. I haven't met him yet, but, uh, you know, obviously we've we've talked somewhat. But yeah, to see to see it morph into something as as great as it's as it has been with people wanting to be a community more than just buying and selling, actually playing and I mean going to a course and seeing the the bags and the head covers and the yeah. trading selling and the it's it truly is unbelievable. It's a fun experience. And now now that Swag is getting so involved as a sponsor with Am Golf, doing these special head covers for these events and and these putting contests and, you know, just, just entwining themselves with, with am golf has been, it's been amazing. And I can't, I can't wait honestly for the, for the future, for what, what, you know, these two companies or, or even link strengths and all these companies that are getting together, you know, to do these great, these great, uh, golf events. Um, it's just, it's amazing to watch and it's amazing to experience. And swag has been my catalyst for that. I don't know that I would have gone into am golf without swag mm-hmm. so you know for me they kind of run together at this point and you know the people that are involved with both it seems like everyone kind of knows you know obviously swag and am golf and it's just a community there everybody just kind of hopefully eventually there's a lot of people but eventually hopefully everybody will know everybody <laughs> yeah i i think and you know what you're absolutely right about that i mean you you see you know, especially for us, when we start to look at like the rosters and stuff for like the people that are going, we always talk about, you know, not that we classify people, but it's like, you know, we'll have conversation about like, oh, that's a swag guy, or at least that's, we know that that guy's in the community. But at Vegas, I think more so, Hazeltine was very much more swag community individuals, right? We had a few Uh people through the AM, through AM golf trips that were there. And at Vegas, I felt like you had a very even split and you start to see see the guys that really don't know the swag off community start to talk to those guys. Yeah. And you, you end up with like a really close friend of mine, Joe Corsi wins the putting contest. So and I he, played with two days. Yeah. And he's all over it. Like he, he'll talk about the head covers. Like he, I ended up getting him like a Capone driver last year because he owned a unit or he either owned Al Capone's unit or he owned a, a, a unit in a building that Al Capone owned. Oh. So he just wanted the head cover. Now he just puts it in his office. Like it, you, you would you're looking at this man from Romania and you're like, well, you don't really collect anything. He collects model cars, die casts, you know, just everything under the sun. And the fact that you have this brand that he's now collecting certain covers is just crazy to me. Like it, it just shows how big it is, how strong it is. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. And of course we don't know what it is, but I am, uh, listen, I'm looking forward to whatever they have in store for us for Pebble beach. I, I think it's, it's going to definitely be a surprise for the players. I, that's what I've heard. I think we're all chomping at the bit to find out what's going on. Yes. 
Yeah. So, Burke, you ended up getting the um, the Skull Press Fairway, correct? I did. I, I didn't win it at the drop, but I, I, yes, and I've got a buddy. If I can't find the Sculpress Blade, uh, Bart Roberts with the community, he's going to loan me his for the trip. Oh, nice. So, hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's, you got to put insurance on that thing just in case, probably. So I might have to bring out the Dodger dog for that trip. That's probably a, I think you have to. Might have to do That's that. That's definitely Might a good thing. covers, yeah. Actually, Sculpress uh, Fairway got his picture with, uh, at the, uh, the phone booth there at Shadow Creek. I kind of put him right up there, took his little picture yeah. there. No, you got to take a picture with the phone booth at Shadow. Come I on. know. Well, here, I got a photo story for you. This kid over here starts yeah. walking around with this booster cover over here around Las Vegas Airport. And I don't know if he was riding on the <laughs> luggage carousel, but all of a sudden he's, his bag's open and I see him walking. He's just kind of like looking back and forth. How many doubles did you give him? None, none on the plane. We were waiting for Rob for quite a while. So yeah. I had, I had to do something to, to appease my, my, my funness of with, with booster. Hey, he's looking for things to take photos of. I'm looking for the first exit door to, to, to go have a smoke. I mean, it all works out in the end, you know, right. it all works out in the end. So, but, um, Hey buddy, we loved having you. Thank you so much for coming on. It's not going to be the last time, uh, we're five weeks away. From when we you're gonna grace us with your presence again, and I'm I'm so looking forward to it. Same here. And yes, you're joining us you. at Forest Dunes, also correct? Forest Dunes, yep. Just yeah. sign up for Forest Dunes, yep. Make sure make sure that you. Who are you playing with? Do you know? Yeah, of course. Uh, Forest Dunes is Pablo. Okay, cool. Are you guys gonna come up for the Saturday before to American Dunes, the Jack Nicholas? What I'm sorry, Veterans Course that he did. So is that the one? Uh, that's listed on the M golf. It's a, yeah, yeah. it's a series okay. event the day before we have to be at forest dunes. Oh, uh, you know, I, I saw it on there. I'll talk to Pablo about it. I, uh, I know that's an amazing, it's a Nicholas course, right? Yeah. It's, um, it, it was a, I think there's a, uh, uh, there's some sort of base there and they redid it and all the donation, everything goes to um, our, our veterans and our heroes out there and everything. So it was just, it was, it was easy to do it. American Dunes, Forest Dunes. Since Forest Dunes is starting on a Sunday, why not do something cool on a Saturday? So check it out. Wow. And if anybody else is coming up from your area, please let them know. I mean, just, just the website alone will give you chills. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. No, I'll definitely look into it for sure. Awesome, buddy. And we appreciate you again. And yeah, hey, five weeks, five weeks coming up. Pebble Beach. Cannot wait yeah. to get a photo on the back of the seventh hole with you, buddy. Yes, for sure. And 18. Yes. 18, 7, 1, 16, whatever. Yeah. 18 whatever. doesn't look that great. I don't know what <laughs> No, I'm no, it's terrible. There's a tree there. Terrible. I don't know what they're doing. It's going to be the worst 54 holes of my life. <laughs> For sure. And, and, and you thought 20, 2465 photos were bad. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, I'm not even. That'll be before the tournament even starts for Andy. Yeah, it's going to be just the airplane ride with booster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boss. Have a great rest day. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you in a few weeks, buddy. Thank Thanks, you. Right. Eric. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. What a great man. He what, is a great, a great man. man. He is I mean, a great man. He's just simply one of the best people that I I've enjoyed meeting during this whole adventure that I'm, I'm on here. You know, those are, those are the relationships, the relationship that you have with Burke, 
it, it, listen, I say it over and over again. It's what signifies what we have tried to accomplish with yeah. what we do. You, you just, and you have more of those, you're, you're rich Cody's the, uh, I met, I got to meet Tyler Jensen for the first time. Yeah, That was fun meeting. He, him. it's a little too comfortable with me, him and him and Tony, but just great people. And, and, and every time we go somewhere and you know what, before we go, we were talking a little bit to Burke and I know this will, this is, this is going to come out in a couple of weeks, but, uh, uh, Burke told us that, uh, one of the participants from Vegas, uh, Chris Johnson, he was at work and got hurt pretty bad. Our thoughts and prayers go out to you and your family. And we hope that everything is okay. Uh, you know what, we'll reach out to you individually here. So it's, it's more in the moment, but, um, from Andy and myself, if there's anything that we can do, let us know, please. Yeah, please let us know and uh, keep us updated out there. And if anybody out there uh, knows Chris Johnson is listening to this, uh, send him your thoughts and your prayers as well. Yes. So for Andy, uh, thanks so much for everything. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good one.